Hi, and welcome to Untethered with Genless, the podcast that's here to help you break free, be you, and unleash your inner brilliance. I'm your host, Jen. And in this episode, we're going to talk about how to make 2024 be the year that you start living for you. Let's dive in. Hey there, unicorn. It's Jen. Welcome back to the podcast for this Thursday thread. It's a Thursday thread. It's a Thursday thread. It's a Thursday thread. Our first Thursday thread of 2024. 2024. Welcome back to 2020. Welcome back. Welcome to 2024. Can you even believe it? I can believe it because I'm excited. There's something about the energy of this year that I'm feeling I felt a lot of excitement about 2023. I'm feeling a clearer sense of excitement in 2024. And part of that is this knowing. I feel like Rizelle was the best person to kick off the podcast for this year because what she talked about was really coming back and knowing and owning who you are and what makes you happy, what truly lights you up. And one of the things that she spoke about was really imagine a world where all of us were living in a way that brought ourselves so much joy. The level of joy that you had when you were seven years old, you were living that as an adult. It's wild that we have become this society where we feel like we can't do that because of all of these other things. And I realize I've chosen a life where I don't have children and I don't have certain responsibilities. And I have indeed chosen (laughs) that life on purpose. (laughs) And I do believe that this is possible because I see examples of people all the time who are doing it. That's one of the most beautiful things that this podcast has done for me has helped me to be introduced to people who are living a life based on what they really desire. They're intentionally crafting their life. No matter what those responsibilities are that they have, they are making choice by choice by choice to live the life that feels truest and happiest and most fulfilling and most joyful to them. And isn't that what we all truly want? That's what we that's what we crave, that's what we're being drawn to, and yet so many of us are not doing it. So What's the rub there? Well, there's lots of rub there. There's so many reasons why we aren't living a life that is true to us. Most of it is learned behavior. It's the tethers. It's all the things that society and our families and all of these structures are telling us to do. We're trying to live in a box. And girl, you are not meant, or fella, (laughs) you are not meant for a box. We weren't. We're absolutely not meant to be boxed when in fact we are all energy that is continuously expanding, right? We're all part of this energetic field. And that's really truly what we are. We are not meant to actually be in structure. Structure, from a cognitive perspective, structure helps us navigate. We create structure to help us know what to do next, to help us form habits, to let our brain have to do a little bit less work. That's what structure is for. Unfortunately, what it has switched to is that the structure is controlling you. We're trying to live inside the confines of the structure. 
But remember, you are the creator of the structure. You get to choose whether you do those structured activities or not. So coming back home to you, what is it that truly lights you up? What do I really enjoy doing? This is the question we have to come into this year with. We have to come into this year. Here's my structure for you. (laughs) With this question, what lit me up when I was seven years old? What did I love to do when I was seven years old? Let's sit with that question. Such an important question. One of the first questions that I ask anybody who ever coaches with me. (laughs) What do I love? What did I love when I was seven? Was it riding a bike and feeling the wind blowing through your hair? Was it hula hooping and just feeling that little bit of a challenge, finding a rhythm, finding a flow? Was it coloring because of the peace and the focus and the intent, the colors, the feeling of the crayon on the paper? Was it throwing a baseball, feeling accomplished? Was it the camaraderie of throwing that baseball to your dad? Was it feeling that connection with another person? Really noticing because there was something there for you. You gravitated toward that thing for a reason. There was something that just really lit a little spark for you. And every one of those sparks holds clues for you in not just what lights you up, but what you were meant to bring to the world. Because those two things, my friend, are interconnected. What brings you joy is what you're meant to bring to the world. Because as you bring it more and more and more to the world, you get more joy, you give more joy. You get more joy, you give more joy. That's what we came here to do. You're a light worker. We came to transmute negative energy into positive energy. We came to shift and to bring more joy and beauty. We've got to shift out of this paradigm that the world is meant to be hard, that we are supposed to work so hard until our bones hurt, until our hands are bleeding. We have to crawl a thousand miles on our knees just to experience a smile. That is not the truth. Yes, life can be hard. Life can be challenging. We have resistance. We have that rub. It's, it is part of the experience. The darkness comes with the light. And we can choose at any moment to lean more and more deeply into the light, to lean more and more deeply into your gifts, which is your joy. It's all connected, all connected. But when we don't know, here's where it becomes so challenging. When we don't know, what really lights us up. When we don't know who we really are, that can be very challenging. Like then we don't even know how to bring ourselves joy. How could we possibly bring more and more joy and magic and contribution to the world when we don't even know what lights us up? Because what lights you up is the source, is the key, is the ticket. That's the ticket. That's your golden ticket. If you don't know that, then you're out there just flopping around like a fish, which is where many of us find ourselves. And that's okay. It's okay if you're there. It's okay if you've been there. Sometimes we got to flop a little bit until we find the groove, right? (laughs) Until we come back to ourselves and say, oh, I'm a fish. I forgot I was a fish. (laughs) You're not a fish, probably. I don't think there's very many fish who listen to this podcast, sentient fish. But maybe someday, maybe someday a fish will listen to this podcast. I don't know what evolution has in store (laughs) for us, but you're probably not a fish. You're probably a human who simply needs to come home back to 
what it is that you love. What do you love? One of the things that I freaking loved, I loved, I loved, I loved when I was a kid was writing a newsletter. I had a thing with my cousin. We called ourselves the Red Hots. I wrote the newsletter. I went around to everybody and I asked what was going on. And then I wrote about it. I observed and I wrote about it. I observed and I wrote about it. I asked questions. That's my job now. It's a huge part of my job. I ask people questions. I observe. I write about it. I have a newsletter. It was in coming back home to what that little girl loved to do that I found that's my contribution. And I still get so distracted. I get distracted all the time. It's like, oh, I should be doing this. I find myself working too hard. I find myself struggling and striving and trying to please and trying to write the words in just the right way. But that's not what it's about. It's about me writing in the way that brings me joy that makes other people feel seen because they'll see themselves through what I write, right? Right? (laughs) And the same is true for you, no matter what that thing is that lit you up. And maybe it was baseball and you loved to throw that baseball and you loved that connection. Well, what's there for you? What was there in that connection? And what is there for you with the baseball? Maybe it was baseball itself. And maybe there's something with coaching of baseball, or maybe there's something with coaching other people, or maybe there's something with finding connection through physical activity. You see how there are clues for us in the way that we feel. And that is for me why breath work has been so dang important because I tried to do all of this in a very heady way. I tried to understand. I tried to think, what did little Jen like? What did she like? And when I was all up in my head, I couldn't quite get there. I could get to some ideas. I could get to some concepts, but I couldn't feel it. Breath work helped me come back to the felt sense of what little seven-year-old Jen loved so much about writing that newsletter what she loved so much about pretending she had a microphone and we would be driving down the street and I would be giving the play-by-play of every car that drove by. I freaking love that. I love observing and sharing, observing and sharing. But it is the felt sense of remembering my seven-year-old self in that backseat and letting myself feel it, feel the joy, feel the fun, feel the enthusiasm and the excitement. And a lot of us don't feel safe to do that. And so I ask you that question, do you feel safe to come into your body and feel what your little seven-year-old self felt? Do you feel like, I don't know how, I don't even know where to begin with that. Maybe you're very experienced at it and you've been doing a lot of it. And this is just a reminder to do a little bit more of it because the more time we can spend there, the better. There is no shame in being like, I have no idea what you're even talking about. And we don't always have to go straight to something like breath work and working with me or working with other people. We don't always have to go straight there. Sometimes it starts with a simple question, a little bit of curiosity. What might it feel like? Oh, I hear what she's saying about feeling back into her seven-year-old self. What, what might that feel like? Does that feel safe? It actually felt incredibly scary. I had some little childhood traumas. I could not go back to my seven-year-old self, my five, six. You know, that age was really hard for me because that little girl already felt like there was something wrong with her. And that's that was a huge block for me for many years. I couldn't go back 
So it's okay. If you're there and you're like, that actually doesn't really feel safe for me, start with a question. Start up in the head, start cognitively, and then slowly work yourself into where you might feel safe getting back into your body and doing some embodiment work. Do some super, super basic embodiment work. In fact, I'll walk you through one of the things that very first meditative activity that I ever did. I'll walk you through at the end of this podcast episode, incorporating just a teeny, teeny, tiny bit of breath that can help you to reconnect to your body. But this is what we're setting course for here in 2024 on this podcast. It's what I'm setting for course for. I said it in one of the last episodes of 2023. I said, this is the year that we fuck around and get paid. We have more fun and we welcome more abundance into our lives. That's what I'm welcoming in this year is literally how much fun can I let seven-year-old Jen have? How much abundance can she welcome into her life so that she can have even more of that fun and so that she can help other people in the world invite more and more and more of that fun into their realm because that's what the world needs so much more of. Like Rizal said on Tuesday's episode, we need more people coming back home to the authenticity and the realness of who we are. And if we start having more of these conversations, imagine a world where these, these are the conversations that we are having in our circles, with our families, with strangers. These are the real, it's the real talk. When I used to do hair, like I would have these very real conversations with people. And then I would find out that they'd never had that conversation with anyone ever before, ever, ever. They'd never told anyone something that was so important to them. Why aren't we sharing the most important things with the people who we love? I struggle with it. And I'm opening the door to having more and more of those conversations. And I hope you're with me this year. Let's have more fun. Let's open up to abundance. Let's be courageous. Let's be brave. And let's do it while regulating our nervous systems. Let's do it while practicing embodiment activities, while titrating a word that we like to use in breathwork. It means little sips, taking little sips at a time, allowing our bodies to open up, our minds to open up, shifting our beliefs, shifting our energy, and slowly moving into a life, maybe not slowly, maybe even more quickly, opening up, quantum leaping (laughs) into a life that we truly, truly love because you get to live a life by your design and I'm here by your side and we're doing this together. You are not alone on this journey. Rizelle is here with you. I'm here with you. Every single guest who is going to be on this podcast this year is right here with you. We're all doing this. You're not alone. And it's just one beautiful little step at a time, starting with what did your seven-year-old self love to do? So whip out a journal, write a little bit about that today daydream a little bit about that today and see where it takes you. For today's little meditative activity, a little bit of breath work that we'll incorporate into today's episode, you can do this activity no matter where you are. If you're driving, if you're seated, if you're walking, 
any location you can do this activity. So go ahead and take a nice deep inhale, filling the belly through the nose, expanding that belly, exhaling completely through the mouth. Let's do another of those into the nose, expanding your belly, exhaling through the mouth. And now just settling into your natural breath, allowing your body to breathe itself, bringing your awareness to the breath, the cool sensation of the air as it moves into your nose, the warm sensation as it moves out through the nose. Just noticing what it feels like for that breath to move in and out of your body. And now moving your awareness to the sound of the air as it moves in, the sound as it moves out, Maybe it's very subtle. Maybe it's a little louder on the inhale than the exhale. Just noticing. Now moving your awareness to your fingertips. If your fingertips are placed in your lap, Maybe they're on a steering wheel. Maybe they're hanging midair. Noticing your fingertips. Noticing the sensations of each fingertip on the surface beneath them. And if there's no surface beneath your fingertips, noticing how gravity is holding and pressing on your fingertips, holding them in place. Maybe noticing the tension of your bones that are holding them elevated or noticing the surface that is supporting each of your fingers. There you go. Now just noticing your entire body and how it is held here in space by that gravity that surrounds it. Gravity acting almost like a warm hug that is holding you here in space. ready taking another one of those big inhales filling the belly with air through the nose 
sighing it out on the exhale. Ah. Thank you for taking this moment of mindfulness to notice yourself, to notice your physical presence. This is one of the very first steps that we can begin with a mindfulness practice is simply noticing our fingers, our breath, the sound of the breath as it moves in and out. And even if you've developed a firm mindfulness practice, this very simple opportunity to take a moment to be aware can be incredibly powerful. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. It means the world to me that you would be here and present for this Thursday thread episode. If there was something in it that was really powerful for you, invitation to take a screenshot of this episode, share it on social media and tag me. I will always reshare your post if you are sure to tag me. I'm Untethered Jen on Instagram. Thanks again so much for listening. You just keep shining your magical unicorn light out there for all to see. I'll see you next time.